0: Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Welcome to another mini-sode, you guys! Woo! I love these episodes because they're bite-sized. You can listen to them on your drive to work, and they're conversations with friends of mine that people I know personally, and I'm having so much fun. So today, we're talking to a beautiful couple friend of mine, Ryan and Aquila. They have been married for 10 months, and they have an incredible story which showcases what it looks like to be friends with someone first and then decide to date. They have so much to say about being wise regarding dating within community, and I am personally so inspired by their story. Bye. <laughs> They both work in the entertainment industry. And in fact, you'll see Aquila acting in Dwayne Johnson's production company's film, Fighting with My Family, which is rumored to be released in 2019. Ryan is also currently working on a TV adaptation of his co created digital comedy series, Manifest Destiny. Together, they love bringing people together. They swear by the essential value of faith led community. And they have also co created a fun platform on Instagram called That One Married Couple, which encourages laughter and growth in relationships. Last but not least, they love pizza. Heck yes, they do. I also want to say I am blown away by all of your support for the podcast. And so if you haven't yet, I'd appreciate if you take a second to rank us and write us a review. It means a ton and it helps us to become more discovered. So without further ado, I hope you are encouraged by this fun and lively conversation with my friends, Aquila and Ryan. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart of Dating.
1: Hello. <laughs>
0: hello. It's me.
1: <laughs> I was wondering after all. These things I'd like to see.
2: <laughs> oh I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet Oh, the years.
1: You yes. guys,
0: just speaking of Adele, <laughs> I just need to say, did you guys see that it was Adele's birthday this weekend? No. Last weekend? And she threw a Titanic themed birthday party. <laughs>
2: Because she's just that cool. That's why. So cool,
0: like I thought she was amazing, and now now I know she's amazing. my mind. I I thought, now I know. (laughs) And so we begin, Aquila and Ryan, my dear, dear friends. Welcome. (laughs) I love how we're just sitting at your kitchen table, (laughs) drinking wine, Mm. having a conversation. Mm so casual
2: it's person. so good to be here
0: <laughs> it's so good to be here and your lovely abode I love mm. it here it's so cozy thank you <laughs> and you guys are yet another very lovely looking couple and I I feel like I know many lovely looking couples but you guys really are that one married couple <laughs> <laughs> But people must just see you and say, yep, that's that's that couple, you know? They just – they're perfect and weird and kind, fully surrendered <laughs> to <weird>. Jesus. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I saw that Insta story the other day. What was yeah. it? singing Christmas music yesterday? It
2: was Pentatonix, and we were uh, <laughs> driving up La Brea to our
0: uh, Hollywood apartment. And Doesn't just having everyone the time of our lives. <laughs>
1: sing Christmas songs in May?
0: Why not? Yeah, I started listening to Christmas music in October, but – well, actually – yeah, right around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, but oh, why yeah. not in the middle of summer no spring? No shame. <laughs> yeah, no is shame. Good. <laughs> Life is <laughs> good. Christmas brings out the joy in us. We all need some extra joy, right? I, <laughs> I think <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. do it. Um, okay, so I just want to dive right on in, y'all. Um, so one of the number that, one things that I get asked over and over when it comes to dating is, how do you date in community, and how in the world do you do that healthily? Uh, um so in your story you guys actually were friends for quite some time before you ever dated and you know as it turns out that's often the case for a lot of people especially in the church where you see someone you're friends mm-hmm. with them and then you're like oh wait yeah, yeah. maybe i want to have something more with that person or maybe god reveals it to one of one of the individuals yeah. that something more is possibly going to happen mm-hmm. um but i think in a lot of cases fear is instilled in some sometimes because there's a fear of what's gonna happen if this doesn't work out or yeah. what's gonna happen to my community, what's gonna happen to our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um so many questions. So Ryan, I want to start it off with you and what did that look like for you guys when that started? I know you were friends for a while and I know Ryan God put it on your heart that there was something a little bit more about Aquila.
1: Yes. <laughs> well I um I've had quite a journey to get to the place where I was able to even start dating Aquila. Mm-hmm. Um, I was invited by the Lord to go on a three year break from dating, which mm-hmm. I needed. Cause I, I think I, uh, worshiped marriage. It was a big part of my life, um, growing up. And I always thought that would be the solution. And mm-hmm. I found out later that it, it wasn't the solution like I thought. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord kind of brought me into, um, just having a break from dating and, um, and it was a, it was a very healing time for me. And so the Lord kind of led me into just seeing every woman I saw as a sister, not as a future potential wife, which was my <laughs> like past truth, um, which is a dangerous place to be, especially as a male and, you know, in church, mm-hmm. it's like you totally get pulled away from what really matters. Um, mm-hmm. And, and so I honestly was starting to become available in my heart again to seeing a woman as a possible wife and not yeah. just a sister. You know, yeah. that was my truth. <laughs> After three years, yeah. you're like, okay, oh my maybe up- my
0: heart is softened. softened yeah. Now. It was,
1: it was, took me four and a half years to soften it. Wow. <laughs> <said>. <laughs> yeah. it?
0: Yeah.
1: It took me four and a half years, which people look back and be like, are you freaking nuts? But it was, it was a graceful <laughs> wow. time. I was, it was a gift from God for me. Mm. So, mm. Um, it was a kind of a, a journey to be available to, you know, be able to see a woman like I did mm-hmm. eventually see Aquila. Yeah. Um, and so I, it was just, a we met, uh, professionally, yeah. actually we met, uh, I was producing a small, uh, short film and she was an actress that, um, we highly respected and then ended up having come audition and then we booked her as our lead actress in the
0: so you spied on her
1: infamous, yeah, oh my gosh some people joke that i fake created a short film to uh, meet my wife
0: oh my gosh <laughs>
1: which wasn't the truth <laughs>
0: well, uh, <laughs> where was it? Boy, where was
1: it? Um, so we became like we became professional friends yeah. obviously I, I mean honestly it was professional friends and yeah um mm-hmm. and then the journey from there um kind of kept going. And you can ask any more specific questions that I could nail on if you'd like.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess, Aquila, for you, what what was that time like for you? Because you started becoming friends with Ryan and you mentioned to me before that um, just how how well he treated you in that time. And so, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We had talked about, I think, as a woman, it's not an unfamiliar feeling to know when there's a man who, even if he's a friend or in like a casual group of friends, he has eyes for you. Or there's mm-hmm. like the lingering hug, you know? <laughs> <laughs> lingering <laughs> Christian hug. Yeah, yeah. You're lingering like just hug. one two sec, one yeah, second just, too long. Just you're just like, like a
0: beat Bing. a little bit longer, which is like a vibe, you know? Yeah, um, and then they stand there looking at you. And it, awkwardly. Yeah,
2: and it's so it's so it's all so vague, but it's very recognizable. And um, yes. I. I don't, I, there was, I had, I had never, ever, ever met, and I was fortunate to have, I, I did have a lot of really, especially two, like two very, very wonderful and amazing male friends who had been like brothers to me in many ways. And there was no dating crossover, anything like that. So I did have some positive experience with that. But for the most part, it was never like that. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I don't want to say constantly on guard, but a constant awareness of like, I would throw out all the vibes of like, I'm not available Mm -hmm. so that we could actually try to step into like, Friendship and just be chill and just enjoy it. To- so all that to say, how do I see you for who you are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which sounds sometimes I'm, I I love to think of like okay, there's accountability on both sides. Like both sexes very much. Sometimes mm-hmm. women don't realize, and I can say this because I'm a woman. Sometimes we don't realize what we put out, mm-hmm. and then we act so upset when someone you know advances, and we're like, what are you doing? You know. But so yeah, I think it's a very two way sure. street. There's a lot of accountability and awareness needed on yeah. both sides. But I had never met. I had genuinely never met anyone like Ryan before and i was actually i was i was seeing someone else at the time so i was a very like had no my blinders on in terms of that anyways but um even as we were becoming friends there was just never a time that Ryan made me feel like I was anything other than like the really cool chick that I you know, felt like I was. <laughs> yes, you were. Heck yes, you were, girl. But I was just myself.
1: The hugs and were always just 1.5 seconds. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. very appropriate 1.5 seconds. <laughs> no longer. Um, but they, they were, yeah, it was just, They were rushed. They were he like. Was, he, was, he, no. like yeah. he was genuinely a, a buddy. And like, you know, over the six months or so, that was from the very first time we met until. The film that we'd worked on together was done and now we were, it was in post and our whole kind of crew of people had become, you know, good friends. Ryan just became one of my dear, dear friends. And he was actually one of the only um, men of faith I'd ever met mm. who was that way, yeah. which wow. is kind of a sad thing to say, but yeah. was for me at the time, a hundred percent true.
0: So, so you probably started feeling just a deep sense of trust that this man saw you and who you were. And accepted you and didn't necessarily see you as, you know, physically as something different as a lot of other men had.
2: I felt entirely honored, Mm -hmm. which is like – that's been the word that's been 100% true um, Mm -hmm. since the beginning is that I I had never felt so honored and so – it wasn't just safe because it wasn't like Ryan was never my protector or, you know, he was never like that because I think sometimes that can be confusing. I think I – you know, as my husband, he is. Yeah. But as my friend, he was just there, and he was just—he honored me because if I needed somebody to talk to, we would talk. But it was never a there was no gray area at all, mm.
0: which made it really easy for me to exist in the friendship because there was no weirdness or question. Or, mm. And Ryan, that was intentional on your end, was it too?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a process. <laughs> yeah. Um, I <laughs> Tell uh, us. yeah I I it was definitely a. Uh, a journey of surrendering i think yeah. whatever you would word you'd use i had to give up the idea of who she was to me for over like probably 8 to 9 months cuz i when i first met her i had a very specific image of before i met aquila of who i wanted my wife to be somebody who had authority mm. somebody who had um grace at the same time power knew who she was but also like um was available to serve and love people well and she like nailed it out of the park. When I first met her, I was like, she just had a presence. Everything about her was like, wow, if you're not my wife, somebody exactly like you is my wife. (laughs) And, uh, and, but I was like, I knew she, you know, she's dating somebody and, and the the guy's great. Actually, he's a super cool guy. We know each other now. And it it was this whole thing. And so I kind of had to keep giving up the dream of this. And, um, it was probably a nine month period where I, saw her as this woman that i could eventually marry but Mm -hmm. had to keep giving it up over and over and over Mm -hmm. um and uh and it was definitely an intentional time i feel like god put in my heart to uh love her and and serve her with zero strings attached um which i didn't know Uh, aquila you can share eventually how important that was for you um but for me it was i was like i need to love this woman um as if i'm her brother because I didn't know if anybody ever had. I, I didn't know, so I didn't know at the time. And uh, I knew I just had to, like, with everything in me, serve her, love her, make her feel extremely special. Like, ex- make her feel almost like royalty, like a queen. Like she was the the queen of our set. You know, when we made our film, <laughs> it's kind of corny. It I oh, literally, yeah, I it, was bad. it was bad. So, <laughs> I had a flower and everything. And it was like,
0: so. Oh my gosh, it was like, actually it cute. was like
1: two little <laughs> nine year olds. And I was like, <laughs> it was like total um like I was kind of joking, but at the same time, I didn't realize how big of a deal that was for a queenless heart. as a man, just to be like, yeah. just in the purest sense, yeah, I'm going to give you a flower and yeah. just call you the queen of our set.
2: Oh and it like, was,
1: you know, just a simple yeah. gesture, but for her as
2: a woman, I think it's rare to experience um so much value without being wanted. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a, to be when I say wanted in terms of like where someone wants something from you. Mm.
1: Physically, emotionally, spiritually. Any whatever, any anyway. of any of those yeah. things in any of those yeah. ways.
2: So it's like there was a way that he communicated how valuable I was without there being any like distortion of that based on what he wanted with me mm. or from me. Mm-hmm. That's so good. i never experienced that before. I
0: think sometimes in that and getting in friendships and community, what happens when it's not healthy like in your situation is one party feels like the other party is trying to get their emotional love tank filled. Mm-hmm. I say this a totally lot yeah. in um, because Perfect. they may not be getting it from another man like if they're a guy or a woman not getting it from another woman. So you seek mm. the other person to kind of get your emotional love tank filled and you can very clearly see when that's happening. Yeah. And sometimes it's a mutual. I'm filling up my love tank right now on both ends, but it can it can make you feel that way. Okay, this person is just doing this cuz they're getting wanting something mm-hmm. to fulfill them right now, you know? Oh, and we yeah. do it. To, I mean, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. 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 But it's just to be aware of that. I think not enough people are aware when they are doing that. They have they have to be careful. Okay, so I want to go to when it switched for you guys. So when Ryan, you're like, okay, I'm gonna pursue this woman now because.
1: Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the part in the movie where it it's like a little
1: scary. The dramatic music
0: comes up. <laughs> it's like the slow what's gonna build happen? Music. Yeah, exactly. It's in yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So you know, that must've been a moment of maybe exciting, daunting, lots of feelings. How did you approach that? Because I'm sure, like we talked about in the beginning, you didn't also want to risk this beautiful friendship you had with this woman. So how did you go about approaching that? Yeah,
1: this is a great, this is huge to talk Mm -hmm. about. Um,
0: This is my favorite part of our story.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's special. Um, Mm -hmm. Just going on with what you were just saying, um, there's so many people need and and me myself included, like mm-hmm. I need to get my love tank filled mm-hmm. by so many things when we actually like the Lord called us to get filled by Him yeah. and Him alone. Mm-hmm. Like, so and we're all human in it. That's just gonna be a process until we move on, you know? Yeah. It's just like how can we learn to get filled by Christ mm-hmm. solely? So that was a huge part of my journey at the time because like I said, I was I hadn't dated for four and a half years. I learned slowly to get that tank my tank filled from him and not anything else especially a woman because i didn't date for four and a half years and so before i actually approached aquila to tell her my heart which i've known my i knew my heart for nine months wow. so that's nine months of giving it up nine months of being like just, just like going nuts being like man if she only knew but i had to keep keep it down because i every woman is like extremely special. And I think that's something I would love for, I mean, men to fully understand is like mm-hmm. they are a daughter of Christ. So if you handle it with that weight of like, if you go to her without fully knowing what you think about her and just trying to like, cause a, a lot of issues with dating these days is like people just go. Cause I want to get a nice cup of coffee with somebody and mm-hmm. that's it. I hope it'll fill me and film and then yeah. another date, another person next week. And it's just on and on. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like the Lord put on my heart to fully be satisfied. If she said no and actually turned me down, I would be just as content and just as peace filled,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: which was scary. It was very scary. That's why I said the dun, 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 because like I, in order to do that, but I felt like as a man of God and actually like to do this well, I had to give her a gift with zero strings attached. Which was very scary and very vulnerable for me mm. because um somebody that is a woman that I'm like, I, I literally see this woman as my future wife.
0: Yeah.
1: And put yourself on a ledge and <laughs> hope she like catches you or whatever. And so um yeah, I took her up to uh the wisdom tree hike and <laughs> brought some wine and <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's romantic. Earlier yes. that
1: week, I told her, I was like, I have something I want to finally, I want to talk to you about. And she thought it would be about family or something else.
2: You had no I, idea. I, I was totally, well, we'd been, and this was in the time, so just to interject, babe, mm-hmm. there was, um, we had been, Ryan was one of my dearest, dearest friends. And now at this time, I'd been single for a while and God had totally gotten a hold of my life. I'd hit my, what I would call like my rock bottom, um, in a lot of ways, just personally and emotionally. And I started to like, literally I'd been a believer all my life, but I was like, God, I don't actually know you in a way that goes deeper than the surface. And so I was in a space in a time where I was asking questions I'd ever asked before. And I was learning to pray in a way I'd never prayed before. And there was just a lot of change and transformation going on. So Ryan didn't know everything, but he knew enough and and there was a lot of kind of turmoil in my family mm-hmm. life as well so he had let me know on a monday that he was like hey i've been praying about something and i'm really excited to share it with you but i i, I want it so gently it's just so casual he's like but i'd I think I'd really like to share it in person, so maybe we could go on like a hike, or I don't know, something like that. And I was like, try to keep it super low Yeah, hike. <laughs>
0: maybe something you guys have done before. <laughs> hiking, yeah. like and, yeah. Uh, and I was, I had like
2: spent all week. So I think we went on the Thursday or Friday. I spent all week, you know, being like, God, please prepare my heart to receive the advice. I was, uh, for sure, I was sure He was going to give me like advice mm-hmm. to how to like step into a hard conversation with. My, with some of my family members. Oh my goodness. So that's where my mind was at.
1: <laughs> so then she had to step yeah. into a hard conversation, but it was not just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah. meanwhile, she's like,
1: wait, uh, wait,
0: what? Yeah. Rewind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So literally that night, we go on a hike. It was just hanging out and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. eventually I was like, okay, I need to tell you something. And I don't want you to like, I literally want to say this so you know. And then I'm going to let it go. Okay. I need you to know that I care about you and not just in a way as a friend but I actually see you as somebody who could be my future wife you and I did, actually
2: you didn't say that did I yeah I did, <laughs> did no I, you yes. didn't no, you didn't. You were, I so love so the funny. recollection. He's
0: you like, "That's what I wanted to say." You're gonna
2: be my wife. <laughs> no, man, you're gonna be mine. No, that,
0: I, well, and I, maybe you could clarify. I, yeah,
2: I only remember this so. specifically. Oh, you said yes. <laughs> yes, okay, I, I that's was, the wife thing. Yes, so I. <laughs> <laughs> you said you said wife. <laughs> that's the wife thing. Wife thing. Oh, I said the husband thing. <laughs> no, I remember. So, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it was, and I only remember this so specifically again because I had never, ever, ever, ever experienced anything like this. Um. It was so, we, we were at the, the top of this hike and Sparrow, the details, long story short. Um, Ryan at one point said, he was like, so, okay, so I've, I prayed about something and I, I, I'm excited to, to share it with you. And you very specifically had said, you don't have to respond or say anything back because this is something I just want you to know so that you don't have to guess or assume how I feel. And I remember at that point I was like, wait, what? I was like, I'm so lost.
1: And the whole time, by the way, just create a quick This is nine months of us being friends. And she never like saw me in that way until the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and all of that, all of that was credit
2: to, I mean, the Lord was working through all this stuff. Absolutely. But I can genuinely give like 99.999% of that credit to Ryan because um, I had come to know him as, and I even, I remember having conversations with other young women who were like, oh my gosh. You know Ryan's so handsome <laughs> for a completely <laughs> completely understandable reason, but but I would have you know other friends Stud-muffin. talk about you know like I think that I might this Ryan and which made sense, but I was like listen, the only advice I can give you is that if he has not let you know that that's how he feels. Then just don't get like don't read into it. Yes, that's because so good. He's not a gray area kind of dude. That's yeah. just not the as type of guy as
0: we is. shouldn't be, you right, know. But right. yeah, in a perfect mm-hmm. world, everybody intentionality is does. great. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. But so that night, jump like that night, he shared with me a hundred percent, and I could tell he was nervous. It wasn't like this really smooth conversation for either of us because mm. it was vulnerable and it was yeah, it wasn't uncomfortable, but it was just super exposed and. Mm. For the first time he let me know. He was like, I I, I care about that's yes, what you did say that I care about you but not just as a friend. And um and I remember being like, What?
1: <laughs> Tell him about the you like had you said it was like a Claritin clear commercial or whatever, like Yeah, well, like, I had that experience at the like, end of the conversation. Yeah. No,
2: I had never ever looked at this man in that way because he had never told me that he felt differently. Wow. And so I had no reason to think that he would feel until that way but i remember my favorite thing sorry i kind of hijacked your story but
1: you're great at telling um
2: my favorite part and the thing that stuck with me more than anything that he, that he said to me that night was that he's like i i don't i just want you to know how i feel so that you don't have to guess or assume how i see you and he's like but i'm not you don't have to say anything you don't need to respond i don't need to know anything and and he even said, I, I know that now is not the time. This is not a time for us to date. I just want us to be... And I'd never heard this phrase before. And I was like, wow, that's so original. He was like, I just want us to be intentional friends now that you know how I see you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I remember feeling like shocked and in a rare case for me is being lost for words. and um, But it was... It's like he gave me a gift with nothing, needing nothing in return. Mm. And at the end of that conversation, I remember being shell-shocked and we were both really, really outright with, and this sounds intense maybe to some people, but it was so gentle and it wasn't intense at all. It was really, really transparent. Mm. He had said very specific, cause then we, you know, delved into conversation about those kinds of things. Mm. And Ryan at one point had said, the truth is I'm not looking, I'm not just looking for a girlfriend. And I knew exactly what that meant. Mm. And, I had said, well, that's great because you're not the kind of guy someone dates. I think you're the kind of man who someone marries because I respected him so highly at that point in our, in how I'd grown to know him. So it was, it was very clear for us right off the bat that, um, you know, he knew what I, you know, it was for me. It was like, I know I'm in such a transformational time in my life that I don't even know if that's a wise place for me to step into, especially with someone who's such a dear friend. I just don't know. And he reiterated, that's, great because I'm not asking you to know I just want you to know how I feel and I just want us to continue to get to know each other
1: just didn't want you to be in the dark
0: yeah 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 that's beautiful you guys because this is the thing when dating a community I think when I'm taking away from your story is there was a deep level of trust built a deep level of respect and honor and mm-hmm. a very clear intentionality when the time was right mm-hmm. and another thing I just want to touch on because I think it's so important that you said Ryan is that you surrender to God the outcome either way and <clears throat> which is so difficult and I think a lot of men or women but if men are doing a lot of the asking um mm-hmm. that they're afraid of getting yeah. rejected and so that because of that they just yeah. they just don't even ask mm-hmm. they yeah. don't even go out there because if, yeah. if someone says no what does that mean mm-hmm. for them yeah. and I think I see I see that and have that conversation so too frequently all the time yeah i yeah. know
1: just quickly something yeah. i learned in my process of not dating for so long and whatnot is that i had to finally come to, to the conclusion whether i believe that god was good or wasn't good if he was good yeah. then i can trust that he knows the <laughs> desires of my heart and he will give me that gift when it's right like exactly the moment when it's right but not the moment before which i think we all need to understand that like is God good or not? That's what we need to decide.
2: Right. If
1: he is, then dive in hundred percent, become the best version of yourself. Like pursue people, like, especially people of the same sex in your community, just to like grow and become the best version of yourself. Mm. But it all starts with deciding is God good or not. Yeah, And that was a huge part of my story of pursuing her because yeah. I knew God was good. I was like, all right. I know he's good no matter what, yeah. so I can give her this And if this there was
0: a time. reason, if it was a no, then there was a reason that yes. you couldn't see in the moment yes. where that God was protecting you yep. from. And this is exactly even just exactly what you said is weirdly enough what my mentor like Last year, said to me during a breakup, and she said, "Do you know? Do you trust that God is good?" And I said, "Yes." And she was like, "Do you trust that He has His plans for you are amazing and wonderful?" And I said, "Yes." She said, "Then you have to know nothing gets in the way of God's will for your life. If He is a good God, nothing gets in the way." And that is, it applies for you know rejection in every level, um, and hardship in life, and when life Mm -hmm. doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. Right. Yeah. You guys, this story is amazing. I feel like we could go on and on, but I, I love, I love, love, love just hearing your story of true intentionality. Um, I feel like we may have to have a follow up session here because there's so much to talk about, but we have to wrap up on this mini-sode. And so I want to go to asking you guys if you have just a nugget of dating advice that you would give the listeners, something just short and sweet. And what would you say?
1: Quila, you want to go first?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what would I say?
2: I think at this just at this point in the conversation I would say um if if a spouse is something that you truly desire learn how to be a best friend first mm. um don't jump into dating someone in your community even if you're super attracted like if if you're if you've prayed about it and attended it like I was literally fortunate enough to have Ryan who did cuz I didn't know how to do that at the time mm. um See someone in private and secret even, Mm -hmm. um, and continue to get to know them before you try to pursue or, you know, the coffee date, like just be, learn to be a really, really, really good friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'd say the simple is learn how to love yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we'll keep it there. Mm
0: Okay, so where can everyone find you if they want to connect <laughs> with you? Where can they when they get you on the interwebs? Oh, the interweb. <laughs> not
1: the internet. It's twenty
2: eighteen. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Ryan and I, we've we're um, we starting a creative venture that's so fun and just a space for us to share and express. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, honestly, just. Be open about how human we are and how human we know everybody is, and that there's no shame or guilt in that. That right. we can actually find yes, at. yes. Uh, and it's at, own your weird. <laughs> yes. Own your weird. <laughs> Come on now, yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's uh, at that one married couple, yes, on Instagram I love it. and and, and Facebook. On. Yeah, that's
0: oh, it. So, so cool. That you one can you
2: can find couple. us in all of our quirkiness and humanness and journey and, and learning it's so and growing, <laughs>
1: on. and
0: see how beautiful they are from the inside out <laughs>
1: <laughs> by Already talking the inside, them. Okay. <laughs>
0: Ryan makes us look so good. Oh, baby, <laughs> <laughs> Together, power couple. <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you so much. This thank is such you. a treat. Oh, this is great. Thank you. This is great. I so wish that conversation didn't have to end because I feel as though Aquila and Ryan have so much to say. I think one of my favorite points in the entire interview was when Ryan said, if she said no and turned me down, I would be just as content and just as peace filled. This is so hard to do, to put your heart out there not knowing if the other person will say yes or no. It's so vulnerable. But knowing to your core that even if they do turn you down, God is a good God and it doesn't mean that you are any less worthy. I think if we knew that a bit more, to our core, we could honestly start being more confident in asking people out regardless of the outcome. What do you think about that? I also love how Aquila felt when Ryan pursued her. She didn't feel like he wanted anything from her. She felt like he just wanted to be a genuine friend and love her well. That is beautiful. Man, you guys, I don't know about you, but I'm super encouraged. And I hope you'll go keep up with Ryan and Aquila on Instagram at that one married couple. Also, if you support this mission, I'd love, love, love for you to hit subscribe on iTunes. Please, please, please. You can also stay up to date with show notes on heartofdating.com and you can follow along on Instagram at, at heartofdating. And you know, if you happen to know a friend or two that might need some dating help, I'd love for you to share this with them and get them to also support this. We have some amazing guests coming up in the coming weeks and I am confident you will love it. So stick with me as we journey through this together until next time, friends.